Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Trusted Tech Talks podcast. I'm your host, Manny, and I'm joined by James Morgan, co-founder of Known Origin, who's going to tell us about his journey and more about Known Origin, who will be a household name over the next 12 months. So, first of all, morning, James. How are you? Yeah, morning, Manny. Thanks for having me in. No, my pleasure. Um, I was really keen to get this podcast set up once I came and met you, saw what you guys were doing. It's it's so unique, especially to Manchester. Um, but it'd be really good for our listeners to start off if you could um, talk us through your journey today. Yeah, sure. So um, we founded Known Origin as really a passion project in 2018. Um, and it sort of coincided with a pop-up digital art gallery that we had in the Northern Quarter. And really the remit of the, the pop-up and the first project was... We knew a lot of people in Manchester that were digital natives, digital creators. Um, they had no way of monetizing their craft or, you know, their, their, their artistic output. Um, at the time, we'd been in crypto for, for a bit. Um, crypto kitties had just launched at the end of 2017 and solidified this idea of uh, NFTs or non-fungible tokens. So what we spent the first quarter of 2018 doing was building a proof of concept, very simple one-page site where the artists that we brought on board, about 10 at the time, right. tokenized their work, offered it to the public to sale, for sale, and you could buy uh, an NFT with some digital artwork embedded in. And the event itself was a success. We sold some pieces of art, but really that set the picture for the next sort of three years' work of building the product out further. Right, okay. Did, were these artists known to you beforehand? Yeah, some of them were personally, you know, uh, personal creators in, in, in Manchester. Uh, Stina Jones, uh, James Connell, you know, these are, these are local, local amazing creators that are in the digital scene that typically do uh, gig work for people. Um, and then sort of spent two, two years really building it as a passion project, as a side project. At the time, we used to run a Web3 engineering and consultancy firm. Right. Um, so we've always been in crypto for four or five years now. So we sort of know it quite well. Um, but then really, we got managed to get the opportunity and the product was doing so well that we sort of put all our eggs in one basket and uh, sort of went full in on Known Origin in 2020. And that leads us far today. <laughs> no, it's an exciting journey. Um, in, in terms of the USP you'd say for this because no one else is really doing it and there's definitely no one in Manchester. There must have been people trying to say to you, what are you doing? Why are you giving up your careers to go and follow this passion project, as you say? Yeah, well, I guess being in crypto, you have to have a bit of a thick skin, you know, because the price fluctuates drastically from 2016, 17, up and down, you know, but you've got to, you've got to have a bit of faith in what you're building and, you know, the all three founders spent a lot of time building in the traditional either fintech space or just the traditional sort of enterprisey space. And we weren't ever bought into the sort of siloed data and like lacking of interoperability with other platforms. So we were really drawn to crypto because, you know, you can, you can literally program where money is sent in like a line of code. Um, and NFTs are the same, you know, you can, capture value and artistic prowess in, in a token that is tradable on a on a on a secondary market and if anyone knows the art world it's a very illiquid market you know it's you buy a you buy a piece of art you put on a wall it's very hard to resell it tokenization of 
digital art makes the market a lot more liquid. It's a lot more fun. Artists can directly connect with their collectors and their fans, you know, immediately. There's no traditional middlemen involved. You know, obviously we are a platform. We facilitate the sale and the tokenization. But, you know, a lot of those facets really drew us to the space, I guess. Okay. No, it, so- it sounds interesting. A fair play if you're setting that up at that time as well. I suppose it's being ahead of the curve with crypto, ahead of the curve with NFTs. Like, how has those two years been for you then since uh, going in, going all in, as you said? Yeah, so so just almost the, the first few years were, were tough, in all honesty. It was, it was a very small scene, small community, low volumes, you know, and you sort of knew everyone in the world who was in NFTs, you know, at some in some respects. Now it's like a couple hundred million monthly users in NFTs, you know, it's it's much bigger and it's it's great to see that sort of final adoption, uh, you know, point of the curve actually happening. So the last two years have really been like uh, phenomenal in terms of enjoyment. Stress has been high. <laughs> uh, you know, we've gone from the three founders doing it on an evening and weekend to now nearly a team of 20, looking to sort of hire uh, almost double in essence in the sort of next 12 months. Uh, raised a very small amount of uh, seed uh, money a couple of years ago. Now we've completed a Series A. We're well-funded, got big ambitions. So, yeah, it's great to see the success, I guess. Brilliant. Uh, it probably leads me on to my next question, actually. Um, I know we've talked about some of the exciting things you've got coming up, but... As well as that, what does the future look like for Known Origin? Yeah, so I think the future for Known Origin is going to sort of be a, a few different facets to, to the platform. You know, our focus has always been on building building a broad, rich tool set for creators. You know, we want to be at the, the bottom of the, the sort of creator funnel in some respects. We don't want to be just this brand that can sell stuff for people. We want to producing innovative tools to, to create and sell and mint your work and innovative tools to manage your work and engage with your fan base. You know, uh, we have an analogy internally where we, we, we say we're, we're building more brushes or we're making more, more pots of paint, you know, right. that sort of analogy. Um, so that's big focus. Plus longer term or medium to longer term, we want to start pushing control of the platform in some respects more to the community itself. We've got highly engaged uh, community which should support us through thick and thin almost you know they should have more power and more control over what we do uh, it might involve sharing revenues with them um, giving them much more say in the product direction you know even though we run sort of weekly calls and everything with with the community and try to be very open it still sort of feels like there's a bit of a separation between us that we want to close the gap on sounds good um Last, last question that I like to ask people that are, are on the podcast is if you were to give a developer embarking on their journey today, what one piece of advice would you give them? Oh, it's a good question. I would say uh, don't get bored. You know, I did 10 years worth of contracting before I went um, self-employed and set up a consultancy, the Web3 consultancy. And, you know, it's very easy to just sit in a, a comfortable traditional enterprise job but you know it can also be mind-numbingly boring and also you don't really progress so one of the the big draws four or five years ago of moving into a new space is that it's like there's so much new fertile ground for you to to, to develop your own skills and 
sort of maximize your potential. That would be my big advice. No, thank you. What I think would be really good, James, is for those who don't fully understand Web3, just to explain what that is and what it is that Know and Origin are doing with Web3 that a lot of businesses aren't even touching on at the moment. Yeah, so I think Web3 is quite a broad term, you know, and it's quite an emerging term. It's very hot in the, the, the press, I guess, at the moment. But at least for us, it sort of covers a few different facets. One, it's an understanding that the people that create the value um, are not the platform itself in many respects. It's the actual users. And those that cr create the content should be wholly rewarded for that. So, you know, unlike your Facebooks and your Twitter, where really it's Facebook and Twitter that are profiting from, from you using their platform, so to speak, and very little is returned to the user. Web3 flips that model on its head, and it means the, the collectors, the creators, those that participate in the platform should be properly um, financially and, you know, and other things rewarded for, for their efforts, as, as well as some other things about like generally having a philosophy of being a non-custodial of people's funds. You know, we don't, we don't want to own your money or your tokens. We, we build a platform that's non-custodial. Uh, we facilitate all our transactions in the public using smart contracts. They're traceable. You know, there's, there's no hidden, um, you know, backdoors or like murky parts of the platform. We, we try to play an open as much as possible. For us, though, those are some of the things that really make Web3 uh, meaningful to us anyway. Okay. What, why do you think more people are adopting Web3 then? Well, I think, I think it's the opposite. I think a lot of people are, but it just takes time, right? You know, five years ago when I first got into it, it was incredibly painful to, to build anything on it. Tooling wasn't there. Um, just experience UX was poor. They still have a long way to go, I, I think, but at the same time, it's come on leaps and bounds in that five-year period. You know, in five years' time, if, if companies nowadays are not having a Web3 strategy in the next couple of years, I think they're really going to miss, miss the curve, in my opinion. And as UX improves, transactions improve, uh, fees go down, toolkits improve, it's all going to get a lot better. And at the end of the day, once users realize that there's this other world where it's not just about selling everything to someone else and not seeing it in return, you can actually, um, they, will, they will then start to pivot in large numbers. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Trusted Tech Talks podcast with me, Manny, and my guest speaker, James Morgan, co-founder of Known Origin. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn and Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you never miss another episode. If you want to discuss this topic further or would like to know more about Known Origin or are looking for a new opportunity, please get in touch via email or LinkedIn.